Welcome to Back Pain Pals, hosted by myself, Ellen D, and my co-host, Sid, where we discuss our journeys living with chronic pain. The two of us will discuss the many different topics surrounding living with chronic pain, such as facing ableism, bullying, managing daily life, and so on. Now, we are not medical experts, nor are we giving any medical advice. These are simply honest conversations of our own experiences with chronic pain and how we face this day to day. If you would like to contact us, please email us at backpainpals at gmail.com. That's backpainpals at gmail.com. So hello, we are adults living with chronic pain. This is our podcast. I am Ellen D. And I am Sid Coletti. And here we are. This <laughs> this lovely, lovely home, well, town is where we decided to have our discussion. And you... today's, oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, 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 go. go uh, today's discussion is going to be dealing with bullies and ableists as individuals who live with chronic pain. Exactly. So there's, you know, I, I don't think we have um, necessarily, a, I think what we should do is probably walk through the creation of this because I think we, we've talked a lot, like you and I met last year uh, at some point became friendly and then sort of discovered this whole living with chronic pain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where did you have this, like, this was your idea, if I remember correctly. Uh, I think it was one of our chatters idea, actually. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. One of our chatters is like, you should do this. And both of us like latched onto that idea immediately being like, heck yeah. 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 So that's what, that's what brought us here. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, I want to walk through the beginning of this, how we started having these conversations and stuff that we've shared with each other and then um, transition into today's topic. Absolutely. Okay. I, I like it. All right. Well, you want to, you want to run with it? We can just ask each other questions or just, you know. Yeah, we can ask each other questions. Also, Jas Williams says, chronic pain is rough. Chronic pain is rough. So maybe we should define what chronic pain is first. So uh, chronic pain is living with a pain that has lasted more than six months. And, uh, okay. Six months. Or is it six weeks? Hold on. I think maybe even it's six. <sighs> it's Okay. <laughs> I've lived with it so long. Uh, six months. No, I was correct the first time. So chronic pain is a pain that's ongoing, usually lasts longer than six months. This, uh, this type of pain can continue even after an injury or an illness that has caused it has healed or gone away. Pain sides, as signals remain active in the nervous system for weeks, months, or even years. And I follow... Emphasis. The years. <laughs> on the years, I was going to say. <laughs> Big old emphasis. Lady, six months. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Cake. I appreciate that. So yes, uh, so six months or more. Awesome. Oh, one thing I did want to mention, um, we are also streaming, well, this is um, 
this podcast is being recorded. We are also streaming live on twitch.tv. Do you want to take a moment to talk about that or? Oh yeah, we could probably do that because this is how we initially met each other in the first place, right? Is I decided to give streaming a chance and then I met you and everything has been lovely as a, ever since. Ever since we met, right? It's just been awesome. Yeah, it has <laughs> yeah. been. I think in a place. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where we're having this conversation right now for those, anybody who might be listening on the podcast. Um, and we decided that this would be just kind of an interesting way to have what is a very common under dis- under addressed issue and a very well understood one by a lot of folks very much so, so. um i was actually watching um so i'm a big fan of the vlog brothers so uh hank and john green and um there was a uh youtube video that one of them brought up today which was talking about chronic pain and how it's under talked about and even like virgin brought up a, like a virginia wolf quote which i thought was absolutely brilliant and i really liked mm-hmm. it and i meant to send it to you before i got here uh but then i got like caught up with making tea and life happened so sure as it does do you yeah. recall the quote by chance or can you uh, no but i can probably get someone to go and find it for me and post it in the discord uh, post it in the uh in the chat if they're able to okie doke um all right so i have someone who is getting both the quote for me along with the vlog brothers uh video and they're going to post it um in the stream chat here in twitch so we'll be able to to diverge on that a little bit more absolutely Um, yeah and speaking of twitch do you want to uh plug your twitch channel really quick i probably should that is probably (laughs) what is my twitch channel i don't know what is it i'm not a professional twitch.tv slash lesbian next door awesome and i am also found at uh twitch as well twitch.tv forward slash sid cid underscore coletti c-o-l-e-t-t-i there all the weird plugging thing is done now we've done <laughs> can get into it yeah yeah we can do the stuff let's do exactly the stuff. and yeah i don't know this is it, it's interesting because i also love the fact that um, in twitch itself i'm known mostly for being a stardew valley streamer so what we've decided I created a farm specifically, and that's sort of our b- backdrop. And the two of us are right now are sitting on benches outside. It's springtime, so the um, cherry blossoms are slowly going across the stream. Uh, we have animals walking around. There are tulips blooming everywhere. We have a little dog that keeps running around and being happy in a dog. And it's just such a nice backdrop to be able to talk about something so serious. Just Absolutely. to give you a visual idea of what's going on here as well. <laughs> yeah it, it is a strange uh form but i i think it's i think it's a good idea i love it i i kind of like it's kind of wonderfully awkward and i'm kind of wonderfully awkward so it works for me absolutely i love wonderfully awkward that's that's our whole vibe right Very much that, so. uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> <Very much so. laughs> wonderfully awkward yep. brought to you by lesbian next door and sid coletti Oh, there you go. There's a new title for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderfully aw. Living with chronic pain. Wonderfully awkward. 
Yeah, yeah, I like it. There you go. I like it very much. All right. Oh, go ahead. Um, so I'm wondering, um, did we want to even like outline how we live with chronic pain and how it came about? Is that you stole my that... stole my thought? Go for <gasps> it. I'm in your brain. You are. And, yep. There we are. <laughs> it's a nice place. I like your it's, brain. Oh, well, thank you. It's weird You're there. Welcome. I know. I'm also weird. So you. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and Jeff Alphanumeric was able to both share the YouTube video along with the, the, the quote. So thank you for that, Jeff Alphanumeric. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. All right. So chronic pain, let's, I guess we can start off with our history, you know, briefly and then kind of go back and forth on that. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, go kick us off. Uh, so mine is from a work-related ladder accident that happened in 2009. I, I did a thing on a ladder that I shouldn't have, and it caused, at the time, temporary damage to my spine. But as a result, the area was weak and was ready to basically become worse and worse and worse as, as time went on. Um, so had the injury and then I got better and then I moved something and it got worse and then I got better from that and then I went on a hike while I had been out uh, tent trailering with my spouse it got worse from there and it never got better after that and from that day forward I have every single minute of every single day of my life since then has been in pain as I'm speaking with you right now I am in pain right okay so i'll give a i don't, I don't want to just move on but i guess i'll just do my quick thing and then we can go back and forth on it because mm -hmm. again like getting i don't want to jump ahead right to our topic of conversation um but um everybody's like well we all live with pain right like life we all everybody eventually at some point deals with pain or aches or this or that but I th the def definition of chronic pain is, I don't know. I could tell you how mine started and what mine's been like over the last 12 years since all this began. Um, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Sorry. That's okay. Um, like I discussed, like mine's a spinal injury specifically. Right? Yeah. So it's not like I didn't get I, I don't have something, say, like fibromyalgia or um, arthritis or something of that nature. Um, mine was right. specifically a, an incident that occurred. OK. Yeah, mine, mine, I think, was related originally to an incident that occurred, but that sort of got the, the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. uh, I woke up one morning in 2008 and couldn't walk. That was it. I just I just couldn't walk. The pain was so, and we've all sort of been there. But what occurred for me after that was a complete failure of that area of my spine, mm -hmm. as far as the that whole disc, um, which ended up causing pretty severe damage to the nerve root as well. So I have some permanent, um, you know, that nerve that nerve pain that exists on the left side there, or right side, whichever, uh, whichever you might have, and uh, um, my uh, right S one nerve. Perfect. That's what my mine was on the left. Ah. Amazing. Hey, we complete each other in pain. Oh, uh -oh. fantastic. I hate it. 
it's so much fun. So what I ended up having to deal with was a couple of surgeries and, and procedures to try and help reduce the pain. And honestly, over a period of time, it just the 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 initial brutal pain was gone. But I then was stuck with this. Now I have had a number of surgeries. I've had, you know, all this muscle tissue and scar tissue growing up and all this arthritis. So I'm now living in, in this state of chronic pain. And I have other areas of my spine that have failed uh, as well, not to the degree that that one did until recently, which mm -hmm. brings us to this sort of conversation. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where mine, um, the pain is now radiating has caused other things. So now... Um, I have damage to my right S1 nerve, um, and it feels like for me, it's like, um, there is a very thick wool sock over the area where I can definitely tell there's supposed to be pressure there, but I can't tell what I'm feeling and like things that are sharp or things that are cold. I don't have as much sensory ability as I yeah. would in other parts of my body. Like that's what it is for me. And here's the thing. Pain is sometimes really subjective to depending on the individual and it can differ from person to person, even if it's similar pain where both Drastically. Sid and I have spinal problems and both Sid and I have um, nerve problems. We may differ completely. And uh, that's well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, from that, um, I have degenerative disc disease basically throughout my spine, meaning that the discs, the squishy things between m the bones of my spine are slowly losing all of their cohesion. They're eventually going to, m the bones are eventually going to meet. They're going to grind and fuse together. And so lots of parts of my spine are slowly going to lose their capacity to have any bendability. Along with that, I also have uh, mild mechanical scoliosis, uh, meaning I have a small curve in my spine that shouldn't be there, and military neck, which means that like my upper part of my neck is the wrong direction. So top to bottom, your spine is terrible. Not happy. Not happy. Um, with that, I've also recently developed pain in my hips, both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, and yesterday, I had a new procedure done which um the way i was describing it to sid earlier it felt like someone was taking a very small boxing glove that was attached to a um, chopstick and pushing it for through my skin through the muscle to either side of the my uh my hip bone and i had that done on both sides with injections and it was really uncomfortable like I, I can take a lot of pain. Um, I use, um, I've been using a tens machine with different medical uh, professionals, and I've had two different ones be impressed with how high I can actually have the tens machine. So a tens machine is one of those, uh, one of those things where it does those electrodes and it sends electricity uh, into your muscle and makes it to, to try and disrupt the signal that's going to your brain and reset everything a steroid so it was a um cortisone um was the um uh, was the injection that i received which is also really hard on your bone itself so we're hoping that only a few applications will need to be done and it'll help my hip pain to the point that i can actually sleep on my side again right 
Well, and that's the thing with chronic pain too that I don't think we really touched on um, is once something begins to affect you to the point where it's debilitating, you have to compensate in other ways. Mm-hmm. And the potential for damage in those other ways is that much greater. So All like right. I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm recently I, I've had a situation that's put me uh, down for the last couple of months, unable to sit or stand. Uh, frankly, just stay horizontal the entire time. I recently had a surgery. It was my second spinal fusion. Um, but um, my my point is like with regard to having to move myself around. Like I've hurt my shoulder. I've hurt mm-hmm. my wrist. I've mm-hmm. hurt other parts of my body trying to compensate for the fact that I'm dealing with this immense amount of pain that I've had on and off for years. This now recent thing is is very new, but I mean, it's not on, it's not, I'm, I'm familiar with it is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's, that's something that ties in, I think, um, as well into the, the ableist portion of it being like, well, why don't you just do it this way? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Or why don't you do X or yeah. why don't you do Y? Yeah, there's there's because everybody does have advice, right? Like we all have our own experiences, what's worked, what's not worked. And while all of the best intentions in the world are there, it doesn't help Mm-mm. typically ever. Like how often have we ever sat and listened to somebody we didn't ask advice from? From. We're given it unsolicited and then said, you know, all these years, the wool has taken over my eye, off of my eyes. Um, I'm not saying it can't happen. It's just incredibly, it's just not a productive dialogue is the point. Mm-hmm. You know, and people yeah, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people just want to help and like fix the problem. Right. And it's, right. it's coming out from a place of good but it can actually cause so much more harm right as a result because in a way it's just like oh well clearly you were not intelligent enough or you didn't do enough research to know about this thing or you're not as smart as i am you didn't it's like that's mm -mm. and so when people start asking me well what have you tried and i'll go through the list so i have tried acupuncture i have tried um, massage therapy. I have tried um, physiotherapy. I have tried a chiropractor. I have done water aerobics. I have done yoga. I have done Pilates. I'm now currently doing Pilates on what's called a Cadillac machine. It's an interesting machine, to say the least. Look it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Cadillac machine, so much fun. And it's been amazing. But like, I spent two years doing pilates on a mat before i was able to work my way up to this machine itself and it's it's been amazing by the way so amazing absolutely along with that i also now receive nerve blocking injections um depending on where it's been when i started it was once a week once a week i would get between 10 to 25 injections top to bottom of my back a lot of injections yeah I get, I call it my stabbing time. I get stabbed. <laughs> what's on What's on the agenda today? Well, it's there's there's. Day. Tea, oh, I was gonna say there's tea with with friends at like eleven. I have a noon stabbing time appointment, and then I'll be home. What a noon yeah, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the nerve blocking injections I've been getting for about five years, and they have 
provided me with a quality of life that I didn't know was going to ever be accessible to me anymore. That's for, incredible. For a while, I, um, as Sid was saying earlier about being horizontal, there were times where I couldn't even sit up to eat and I would have to eat on my side. And I would have to take like small, tiny bites just to make sure that I didn't choke on the food that I was trying to eat. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that thing of having to constantly adjust your lifestyle around this thing that you you would love to be able to control in some way. And, and again, this touches on the ableism and bullying thing. It's like, do you mm -hmm. think that I want to live in this state that I'm in? Right? I guess, suppose, perhaps maybe there's a few folks out there who, who will, but those are the exceptions and not the rule. Most people want to improve their quality of life. But there's a number yeah. of different factors that go in, into that, and it's not a simple solution nor is it an easy discussion to like Pre begin mm -hmm. precisely yeah um both you and i have talked about um about this offline that you and i are not woe is me individuals i'd like to think so yeah mm -hmm. uh, well the fact that you have even gone out and made sure that you have gotten medical attention rather than just being like oh i'm in pain ah right right <laughs> That's this I is need. just life now <laughs> yeah um where myself like i have tried so many different things to try and help mitigate and improve my quality of life because i still have to live in my skin every single day Kelsaro says, uh, I live with chronic pain and polycystic ovarian syndrome. Uh, as I also actually happen to have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Cysts suck. And when cysts burst, it really sucks. So I understand that in a very visceral way. And I am sorry that is something that you have to live with. But yeah, uh, Sharky also says, uh, chronic fatigue friends, definitely. Yeah. And that's something that chronic pain does. It's incredibly fatiguing because you have to again as you were saying do extra steps and and the like to try and do the same things that you normally would be able to without a thought and having the to say like um use more of your shoulder to be able to like mm -hmm. do this specific action or like working on on this and like you end up having to like you end up hurting your wrists as a result because you're trying to pull yourself up from something or having to like use your toes to pick something off off the ground because you can't physically bend down to get it right right and it, and and to you know and to touch on bullying i mean some people would say well if you perhaps were in you know different shape when you became injured it would be easier for you to and that's not a helpful discussion because again nope. we are where we are mm -hmm. i already know this information as a larger guy yeah but i still find myself where i'm at having mm -hmm. to then struggle so it doesn't my lack of planet whatever you want to call it whatever that form of like you know dismissive bullying that exists in that space it doesn't help me to then have that realization it just makes it worse you yeah, know and uh Kelsaru has actually touched on something that is absolutely perfect for today's topic mm. of uh dealing with bullies and ableists Kelsaru says i have passed out from the pain of polycystic polycystic ovarian syndrome before and i had people make fun of me and accuse me of pretending to pass out for attention. It sounds like something. Yeah, I mean, amazing. 
Uh, and I find that uh, we'll have slightly different views on this. As a woman who lives with chronic pain, the number of times that I've had people being like, oh, you're just doing it for attention. Or, oh no, your pain is not nearly that bad. Or, no, it can't be that bad. Coming from men mm -hmm. is both impressive and depressing. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Especially when it comes to it comes to those things like the PCOS that we don't have any ability to understand because you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not like we don't, we don't understand that type of pain. So to then render judgment or say anything isn't helpful at all. Yeah. And Crow Scythe says, sadly true, especially from the hospital. From the and hospital. having mm. doctors and oh, having yeah. nurses belittle your pain is also definitely something a thing that many women have to deal with where if a gentleman is in similar situations obviously not or like you know genital re reproductive systems aside if it's similar mm -hmm. pain may end up being treated differently i'm not saying always i'm just saying mm -hmm. may it's possible. It's possible. I, I I can't assume. I I I think on, on, what's that? No, it sucks. It's no. It's it's fun to, to navigate these conversations. I, I like mm -hmm. it. Um, because on the other side, you know, if you're if you're a gentleman with chronic pain, well, forgive it, forgive the expression, but don't be a bitch. Get over it. Yeah. That's yeah. there is also what you're told. One. There is also that one. Yeah. Walk it off. Or God for yeah, well, yeah, walk it off. And and there is some degree in life to we have to just kind of push forward, but this this isn't that. This is a different state of being. You know? Mm-hmm. And Everset also uh, touches on um endometriosis is is just awful and i had so many male doctors downplay my pain until i found a gynecologist who did my hysterectomy that is one because it is also under diagnosed as well like severely under diagnosed and there's again that ableism that bullying even within medical fields where the people who are supposed to help you are the ones who are making it worse yes because they're dismissive to ever since point yeah. or any you know like to you're just like well no it can't possibly be that it's like well no i had a i had a doctor i, I went to him with a, with a stomach issue completely ignore everything i said i'm going to refer you to a general surgeon because you have to have your gallbladder out mm. i didn't understand why we hadn't done any tests or anything um he says, well, if you really feel like it, go to this guy also. He's an internal medicine person. I had an ulcer. It wasn't an inflamed gallbladder or anything. So my point, like, so often are we just simply dismissed. Like, I look at you and I know this is your, this is clearly your issue. Here's what you, here's what I'm going to do for you without ever taking the time to really, you know, assess it further. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's dangerous. Very much so. And it costs people's lives as well. Yes. A hundred percent. And it just, it's terrifying sometimes. The number of people who could have been saved if someone took an extra five minutes. And people step aside from wanting to go get treatment because they are told constantly, 
you're fine. Do this. Mm-hmm. I've tried that. No, you didn't really give it a try. Or you didn't do it right. And I'm speaking about things that are suggested by medical professionals. Yeah. Um, so people give up. Very much so. It's like, well, this is just it. Mm-hmm. Even getting to an appointment can be really difficult. Um, another one that I find interesting is if, say, your doctor's office is up several flights of stairs and there's no elevator available. What if you're someone who was wheelchair bound? Or for like days right. like myself, I sometimes need to walk with a cane. Right. And trying to get up all of those stairs and then still be coherent enough to be able to talk about the pain that I'm in to be able to get help. Yeah. It makes it so much less attainable. And I just sound um, less coherent. And -hmm. sometimes I can't even just talk about it because it's just so much I just end up crying. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So let's get to because we walked a little bit through it and and which is I'm actually kind of glad we didn't dig too too deep too too deep right now cuz mm-hmm. I want to um touch on a topic related to uh what we talked about before the the show where you said you experienced a fair amount of the bullying and ableism because I'll be very honest outside of my story is different. I would like to focus on your story, and I have a. I'll explain why I, I think it'd be better for mine to be later or some other time. That's totally understandable. So the last job that I have, so I'm retired right now. I'm retired because of my chronic pain. I I, I am Canadian, uh, so I live um, with a very <laughs> meager, let's just say, but it's not even like cost of living uh, income from the government for. Um, individuals who live with chronic pain to the point that they cannot work. And I've had a panel of doctors go over my my list of, of uh, chronic pain and uh, medical notations and being like, yes, the pain that you are living in is something that would cause you to not be able to work. So from a governmental doctor perspective, I am retired. So this is like this is a very like well worked panel that has gone over my medical information, mm-hmm. and while at the time when I was working, or even before, okay, let me back up even a little bit further than that. Um, I found a job that I absolutely loved. I went from one job to this other job, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, it was a technical call center where I got to help people around the world. Um, with stuff and during my interview one of the questions that they had was just like did you have anything else that you want to disclose I'm like yes I live with chronic pain I have a spinal issue and I was upfront and honest that I am someone who will once in a while going to need to have a day off because I will have chronic pain Mm flare-ups and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't covering or hiding any of this Interestingly enough, the person who was interviewing me also lives with chronic pain and specifically spinal chronic pain. They happen to also be my immediate supervisor once I was hired. And they had appreciated that I was upfront about it because it was something that both of us were able to bond over. 
Right. And I was like, this is going to be great. I have someone who literally feels... Someone understands me. <laughs> and understands where I'm coming from. Yeah. It backfired. The reason being is because this individual has also been able to walk away from their pain. Yes. And just expect everyone else to be able yes. to walk away from it. And belittled me, bullied me, and made me feel less than a full human being as a result. That sucks. Especially so, somebody you thought was an ally and suddenly became precisely the opposite. And, and used their own perspective and life to throw it into my face. Mm-hmm. Well, if I can, if I had that, I'd get over it. Look at what I'm doing. Why can't you do that? Exactly. Let me uh, tell a small... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I had uh, a discussion with um, both of our immediate bosses one time being like, you need to give 100% when you are at work and you are not currently giving 100% when you're at work. Mm. And this needs to stop and this needs to change now or you are going to be in risk of losing your job. Well, okay. And I immediately went to HR being like, this, no, just no. I am being my own Good, advocate. yeah. I cannot, and I cannot stress this enough, I cannot give 100% when I am at work because I live with chronic pain. Mm. There are times that I'm going to need to put my pain before my job, and that's just one of those unfortunate things that I have to live with. And nobody wants to hear it. And nobody wants simple. to hear it. Or, and, or, and I, like, I have been asking for different accommodations for being able to work from home instead of having right. to travel into work and being in that environment. And all of those were, any of the accommodations I had asked for specifically for that were shut down. Now, that's not to say that they didn't give me other things. Like they made sure I had an amazing chair that helped out. Like I had to go into okay. um, this chair warehouse and have the uh, have one of the uh four individuals work with me being like oh oh your spine is one of those okay so you're like one of those two percent people you this is the chair that you need because we had gone mm. through like five other chairs and he's like oh i know what you need and found the right chair for me as a result which if i hadn't physically gone into the warehouse and had an individual work with me right. to find the right chair that i need for work i i doubt highly i would have found it interesting well, I'm uh, glad you did, at least in, at the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I had documents of all this, like, going through trying to find the right chair for my specific spine issues. Mm -hmm. And that, even of itself, like, I had to take a day off work. I had to bus there because at the time I didn't have a car. And, like, busing also was kind of un uncomfortable because of that, like, jerking motion of, like, starting, stopping, starting, stopping. Oh, plus you're, you're facing sideways on typically on, a, on most buses, city buses, right? So you're yeah. actually going, like, you know, your spine's making weird little motions that you don't typically make. Yeah. Uh, and Crossai says, plus they're assuming you wake up at 100%, yet maybe it's 50% on a good day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Okay, so they walk you. So, um, they walk you through the the chair house, chair warehouse. Yeah. Chair warehouse. Finally, find one that works well for me, and they have that set up. I also get um, a sit stand station. Um, what's the individual that comes in? I, and they made sure like my desk setup was correct for what I needed, and that uh, like like the like an ergonomics expert yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So they did as much as they could. Sure. 
However, when I had asked for different accommodations in terms of the workload that I was doing, because the job that I was doing, it was time sensitive. And I was only mm. working three days a week. And I was taking on things that needed to be answered within a workday where I was working four hours, three days a week. And I would have all of these things that I would have to then catch up on every single day because it would be a day and a half of not being there. And I was always doing catch up. Mm. And I ended up starting to go to work earlier and spending an hour offline just trying to catch up on what I had missed. Unacceptable, but yeah, I got you. And I'm like, okay, I love this job. And the company itself, they were a good company, but it ended mm -hmm. up that we had to part ways. Right. And that's right. when I that's when I retired. Because I realized there there's like if this company, which was a good company to work for, mm -hmm. it was mostly understanding, except for a couple people here and there mostly understanding of what it was like to live with chronic pain and trying to help me continue to be there. If that company couldn't do it for me, I doubted highly there was going to be another one. And that's when I finally applied for uh, CPP disability. Right. Which is totally fair. I mean, especially if you're at that point, what else do you do? Right? Yeah. You know, I, uh, how long ago was that? Uh, six years ago now. Right. And what have you done since? Everything you possibly can to manage your pain. But simple fact is, this is probably as good as it's going to get for, you know, you'll continue to do what you want, what you can do to, like, make your quality of life better. But, the, you know, you're yeah. where you're at. Yeah, I doubt highly I am ever going to be able to hold a job down again. And that is incredibly depressing. Yeah. But on the flip side, look at what you get to do. In forums like this where you can at least share part of yourself with the world where you would otherwise not get to if you were you know either working or just stuck not working and just sort of like you know you have an outlet i suppose is what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. for what for what that's worth yeah and another one that i've done as well is i've been in counseling mm. as an adult living with chronic pain now i'm very lucky in that regard and that's something that i know is that I am lucky that I have had the privilege to be able to talk with a counselor for as many years as I have. And I have a better capacity as a result of all of that hard work. And it, don't get me wrong, it is a lot of hard work living with chronic pain and being able to talk about it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, and that's it too. Like we, That's something that we're not really going to get a chance to talk about today. But there is an incredible mental game when it comes to living with... Mm -hmm chronic pain where every bloody step movement Breath. requires planning assessment and then action yeah uh kissy kitten says ergonomics are important but not always perfect yes very much so and possess cat um i was told uh that the wait list for the rheumatologist is over a year long and i just had a breakdown because the constant pain and fatigue is so hard and that's something absolutely the fatigue of living with chronic pain it is and exhausting having to work through that um i um one of the things i call is a pain brain fog and sometimes I've said that, like, I, I lose my capacity of language when I'm having a really <laughs> yeah. bad bout of pain brain fog. And 
and that again being like having people being like well why can't you talk about it like what what is wrong with you if you can't even like understand this sentence that i'm saying to you you begin to lose your your faculties your body your mind is so exhausted from managing like this unending onslaught of your body basically just saying no we're not doing anything that you want us to do we're doing the exact opposite and you like pain chronic pain can be so bad it causes you genuine fear very much so when it begins to flare up because you, you you're like oh my god i know what this is and i i you kind of know what to do but you kind of know what's coming and there's nothing you can do yeah H however long whatever that is is going to last so it is so much a mental game as it is a physical game as far as dealing with the chronic pain it really is because it is exhausting. You are constantly fatigued. Yeah, and having to be your own advocate, especially for people who are just like, well, why don't you just do this and get better and be like, oh, well, I'm pretty sure it's not that bad. Right, or how or, bad could it possibly be? My back precisely. hurts all the time. I get up and I'm aching. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's, and it's, having it's to different. be your own advocate is also exhausting. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Because and you have to fight against it. Absolutely. Uh, well, okay. So this is, I guess, as good a time as any. I was going to save it because it could possibly be a much longer conversation. But with regard to the bullying thing that exists in not just um, like in public life, but in, in the medical fields, mm -hmm. dealing with people who have addictions because we're assuming people have addictions when they're coming to get pain treated. Yeah. Like the, the first, okay. The first time... I began this road down treating pain for myself. I had the very typical unfortunate experience of opioid addiction where it began with a trip to the ER, the doc, one drug, two drugs, and so on and so forth until suddenly it's it's all encompassing. It's taken over my life, etc. Years later, I'm having to come at this at a completely like consider this the fact that i became so terribly addicted to the medications and now also deal with almost the exact same pain i did last time except in a different spot spot in my back mm -hmm. it's hard to navigate and my like my guard is all the way automatically up i'm automatically like because i know that look when you go to a doctor or you go to an er and you're like my back hurts it's that look that a lot of people know of like, okay, where are we going with this? What are you asking me for? You know, and it's it, it is a for it's 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 hard for medical professionals to know precisely because there is such a huge epidemic of use using um, opioid medication. Mm -hmm. On the same token, epidemic. that is the absolute correct word for it. It is an absolute epidemic. But people are no less pain. Like pain's a weird thing. I, I you know, I mm -hmm. do that disclaimer of not being a, a medical professional. But it, ask any doctor. It's not a discipline a lot of doctors sort of pursue because, like you said in the very beginning, it's all subjective. Mm -hmm. There's not like there's not a lot of great treatments out there for pain. I mean, it's getting better, I suppose, compared to you know like 50 years ago. Um, but there's still like all these broad based medications that they have to keep trying because what else can you do? You know? Yeah. 
and some of the medications cross with each other. So for nerve medication, mm. um, it's also under the same as a depression medication. And you can take yes. a, a medication that's for depression for your nerves and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, now, I've had unfortunate, mostly adverse reactions to both uh, depression medication along with nerve medication, mm. um, one of which I still have. I haven't taken this medication in years now, and I'm still suffering from side effects from it. Wow. Okay. That's and terrible. It, yeah. No, and like I've talked with my counselor about it because I've been trying to work my way through it to see if there's anything I can do on my end of the heavy lifting. And that's why I've been calling it the, the heavy lifting of working through an issue. Yes. And yeah. Even well, the same thing, that. the same thing you just said about being your own advocate, that that's what that requires. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. Like, you know. I know most of the folks in chat who've, who've talked uh, about dealing with chronic pain for different issues, you know, clearly like it's been a very long time. Um, but, you know, we're all our own best advocates because no one is ever going to do the work on your behalf the way you're going to do it. And it's, mm -hmm. it's sad, but it is what it is. So you have to. Yeah, and Possessed Cat says, I um, woke up today with my entire body swollen and stiff. And that's it. Like, flare-ups can happen at any time. And they can come out of the blue, or they can be ones where, like, you know you're going to have a bad day afterwards. And you have to choose on whether or not you're going to do this thing or not. Yes. That, that becomes complicated as well. And, like, again, being your own advocate as well. Being like, is this worth it? Is this thing that I'm thinking of going to be worth it? Or is it going to be too difficult that knowing tomorrow, every single breath that I'm going to take is going to make it worse? And yeah. you have to keep breathing. I'm sorry. This is just one of those things. Wait, what? I know, right? What are you on about? Did you know that you have to breathe constantly? All right, <laughs> it's fine. Necessary. I mean, we're not medical professionals, but I guess that is good advice. You should breathe. Kind of good advice, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, and it can cause, like, panic attacks and anxiety attacks, which makes your muscles tense up more, which makes the pain worse. Mm-hmm. Right? 100%. Yeah, well, that's where that, that mental game, like, you're con <laughs> like, you feel it, and all of a sudden you you start panicking. You're like, oh, my God, no. You know, and you palpitations sweaty and it just makes it worse and you become tighter and it's a mess and then but you have people being like what the hell is wrong with you right right exactly Knowing, especially if they are individuals who already know that you live with chronic pain being like what the hell's wrong with you today exactly like, having to yet again be your own best advocate <sighs> talk about oh well i'm having a pain flare-up oh you're having another one didn't you just have one last week like why don't you have this under control already and I don't know. It felt like a really fun hobby. Fault yes. That you were in pain again and that you were in the wrong that you yes. were in pain again because it's inconveniencing them. And you're making poor decisions based on whatever it is that they sort of think you should be doing going back to again what we talked about before. Yeah. Like clearly you're the one who's making this worse. So yeah. stop doing this stupid thing that is causing all this pain. Also, the word stupid, terrible in terms of ableism. Yeah, it just, is. Just as a side note. 
Well, and so, okay, so Kiss a Kitten in chat says sometimes we're our own, uh, own bully when it comes to chronic pain, too, although that very much stems from societal expectations to people. Yeah. Let's touch on that, because that goes back to what I was talking about earlier with the whole, like, you know, stiff upper lip crap. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so often will I get yelled at either by my darling wife and now my new really irritating online friends who for some reason are all obnoxious and care about you know people and stuff um those assholes this is just awful group of people it's disgusting by the way this is an 18 plus both podcast and stream we will swear once in a while naughty language (laughs) but um (laughs) excuse me (laughs) ridiculous um damn it i forgot my point what was i saying Help me out. Oh, oh, the self, the, the, okay. (laughs) Stop it right now. Ridiculous. Um, The Mm self-bullying. I, I, I do it too often because I'm like, just get better. Just do the thing because I'm tired of being where I'm at. It's, it's exhausting. Like we've talked about sick of thinking about it. I'm sick of talking about it, but on the same token, like we have to have healthy conversations because the idea of being sick about it implies that it's it's a negative thing that exists in my life, and it shouldn't. And I'm not explaining myself pro- properly here. Um, it's a part of who I am, and instead of cursing it and just you know, being upset by it, finding healthier ways to just understand this is my, this is part of where I'm at in life and where I will likely have to be for a while and just be okay existing in that space. I guess is my final point. Yeah. Learning to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Learning to give yourself that space that you need. And time. And time. Very much so. Um, my spouse has a tendency to say that I'm uh, stubborn L and D mode whenever I'm just like I'm just I'm just hyper focused. I'm just gonna do this one more thing and then I'm gonna be done. And be, and and they'll be like, "You're being stubborn again." I'm like, "I know, but I just want to." And no, you're being stubborn again. Exactly. Don't are... hurt yourself. I know you want to get this done. It doesn't need to be done this very instant. This can wait, and it's going to be okay. And just having someone remind me that it's going to be okay if I don't get the dishes done today if I don't get the laundry done today if I don't do this that or the other thing today or even if I don't even get it done in this hour I sometimes need to hear that Mm -hmm. just just to be okay yeah yeah and that it's going to be okay yeah yeah and and that's again like I've bullied myself to the point where I can't work. I pushed myself constantly and I listened to all the other individuals being like, well, just do it or just get better or just get it through this. Right. And I listened exactly. to them to the point that I can't work anymore. And how helpful was exactly there? How helpful was that? I yeah. literally broke myself for work. Right. And I can't change that. That is my existence now. But what you can do from here on out is what you've been doing and what yeah. we're we're talking about here, which is to have a healthier attitude towards it. It's never going away. 
We know that, right? Like that's just this is and as a matter of fact, not only is it not going away, it will likely get worse over time. To some degree. Yeah. Yeah. The worse better. Worse better. Worse better. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing. It can change from day to day. It can also change from hour to hour. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You feel one way the whole entire day and suddenly you're body is just i'm going to do the opposite right now checks out and that's it um okay so with going back to again the the topic of ableism and and bullying um so we i think we fairly adequately covered where it comes from with the medical field where it comes from with ourselves we did start to touch on it when it comes with family and friends but we didn't quite uh go there um i guess that's i guess let's start there because that's that's a big one because everybody has family and friends and expectations from family and friends yes uh so years ago um i was part of a program at uh, the the local uh city hospital it was a two-week program and it was a program for adults who live with chronic pain And one of the things that the program did was allow outside individuals to come in for a talk and being like, okay, so one of your loved ones lives with chronic pain. Here are some things that we can talk about that you can help them. Right. Making their day a little bit better. And this is some of the things that they live with and like just allowing that space. So they had two different talks, um, one of the ones I brought my in-laws, uh, so my, my parent-in-laws and my sibling-in-laws in for, and the other one I brought in uh, my partner and the other individuals that um, I was dating at the time. So I'm a poly- uh, polyamorous person, so I am married and openly date other individuals as well. Uh, so that one was really important for me, being able to bring in both my spouse and my partners to this. Right. And how they, as my, one of my partners or as my, as my spouse, can help me when I'm living with chronic pain and when I'm having a flare-up or when I'm not being kind to myself because I am bullying myself because I have drank the Kool-Aid of other <laughs> ableists and bullies mm-hmm. and now believing it myself. Yes, yes, and very much really, so. it really, really helped where I had individuals being like oh well you don't love me because you're not coming to this thing to being like oh i understand that you are having a bad pain day next time we will see you then know that we love you unconditionally and it was such a big change and it was an important one because it wasn't one i could do just by myself and i had literal medical professionals help me with that one and help them be my advocate for me. And it was life-changing in the That's best great. way possible. But again, I'm really lucky. I am in a very privileged space where I was able to be part of that program. And mm-hmm. I was able to bring these individuals in. And they were open-minded enough to be there with me. And to actually listen. Right. Uh, Quartz Blue says, I took uh, today off due to my pain. Also, hello. 
And yes, yes, sometimes, sometimes you do. You need to take the day off and be your own advocate and take the day off because of your pain. Exactly. Thank you for doing that. That is never easy to do. And I, I used to get into cold sweats and anxiety spirals when I was still working because oh, I knew, God. I knew yeah. I was going to get the cold shoulder mm -hmm. once I went back to work. Of course. I, heaven forbid, forbid, I had to take a day off. Oh, there's old lazy over there coming in on her th exactly. after a three day weekend or whatever her random day off. Uh huh. Absolutely, and just like, and it was a huge shift in how I was treated if I ever needed to take a day off of work because my pain was so much that breathing was difficult. Oh yeah, and, and the second walking was difficult. And the second you use the word back pain, people just it, it's a it's a visual it's an eye roll. It's almost an instant eye roll anytime you mention back pain. Yep. You know, because it it's it's if you say something like a like a disease, like a um like a cancer or something, you know, um people it's a it's a different story. But there is few to any compassion there's little to any compassion uh when it comes to chronic pain and not comparing those two things at all. But simply because they're different doesn't mean the reactions to these things need to be so vastly different. Like we lived in a space for years where, you know, nobody ever, um, took self care. I mean, that wasn't even a term until God knows how, how recently. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't ever recall seeing, you know, hearing that growing up. I'm no. sure you didn't either. No, no. You know, and so, you know, so now we're trying to like explore and live in this sort of healthier space because that old way that we've talked about doesn't kind of do anything for anybody. It doesn't help solution any any problems people are having medically with this with these pain issues, and it just it just hurts relationships and it just drives people further into depression on top of already being in chronic pain. And it, sorry, I'm also just having a small spike as we speak, so you have to say that one again. Well, it's okay. We're all over the road you know, here. It's, you know it's that, all good. Uh, that like having issues trying to parse language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Here's a real well. life example of exactly what <laughs> chronic pain is like. Once in a while, I will hear hear words, and I cannot process what those words are. That's okay. I also have a tendency to, to go all over the place too, so that <laughs> that might be an issue as well. What ADHD? What are you talking? About? I know. Oh wow! Know. Look at this thing over here. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen. This was this was our first our first um, podcast. You know, we you and I have talked offline a, a lot about this stuff, and mm -hmm. you know, I think as we continue this, because the plan is to do this once every two weeks. I think yeah. um, we discussed Sundays would actually be our normal day I for the so. live show. And then the podcast will be released either that evening or the following uh, morning, that Monday, available online. Um, Probably Monday. I think Twitch has a 24-hour hold on, on Oh content. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah there I you think go. it would be the Monday. Perfectly fine. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll get that up. But... Um, yeah, I mean, we want to continue to have these conversations because, I mean, we, everybody, I mean, just the folks that we've talked to today in chat, everybody seems to have a story. Mm -hmm. Well, 
if enough of us have a story like this is kind of the things that we can do like we can have healthier conversations about the boundaries that we need yeah have better conversations about how we treat ourselves you know like the people that we, we should be and you know treating our own selves with dignity because that's something i have never done in my entire life and it's it's always been a foreign concept so yeah i mean these are these are great conversations and i look forward to doing more of them Absolutely. Um, I do want to touch on one more thing because Quartz Blue brought up something sure. that is actually very valid and it'll also tie into something that um, I had experienced during that um, uh, two week um, session that I had at the hospital. So Quartz Blue says, um, when my dad and stepmom visited a month ago, they helped me get some needed laundry done at the laundromat and I was in pain. I had to keep pushing to sit and recover a moment and then I would get up and keep working. Yet somehow they just couldn't get it. Oh, how can it be that bad? You're young. Yes, clearly you're not, you're not able to feel pain when you're younger. And that's again, that's falling under the bullies and ableists. I had my injury in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah, same. And I've had so many individuals discount my pain because of my age and yeah you're young you're fine you get over it oh you'll you'll bounce back you're young oh you'll be fine you're young will i will i really when (laughs) and the kitten is correct pain does not care how old you are no it doesn't it really doesn't doesn't care Mm -mm. no and that's again it that falls again under the dealing with bullies and ableists that that idea that your age allows you to do whatever you want and you can bounce from it is not accurate no no it isn't it's not and it's again it's destructive it's destructive mentally and again for like for people like yourself who you say you know you get these stubborn bouts of like wanting to do something Mm-hmm. You know, when you shouldn't, when you know you shouldn't be doing it, I or promise like, you. Just mm-hmm. take some Tylenol and you'll be fine. Don't worry about it without understanding the cost of your your inter- internal organs. If you take constantly take Tylenol and mm-hmm. Advil and going on to other stronger and more uh, intense medications, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I think we have a good jumping off place. Um. I'm not saying we're wrapping up if you don't want, if you don't want to, but I uh, I think this is um, this is a good discussion to have because th- these this is all part of for me the larger the larger push I think we've all seen with the imp- the paying attention to mental health right. Mm-hmm and 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 self and that like you know just taking care of yourself so i think that's a that this is just an important part of that conversation you know if you need therapy because you need help or or whatever it is do that well it's the same thing with physical with physical pain you know if you need to address it and you and you do live with it it's okay to talk about it it's okay to address it and you know find other people who understand what you're going through mm-hmm I've had um, individuals that I tried being open and honest about it and have their eyes glaze over (laughs) as I'm talking with them. 
I mean, yeah, that, that, that does happen, and it's really a great moment when you're trying desperately to get this person to understand, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this article I was reading. Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's over. Or just yeah, like... Demoralizing, to say the least. Very. Especially if it's someone that you care about, especially if it's someone you look up to, and yeah. they can't even give you the time of day. Yeah, and, and no one's saying everybody has to expend as you know so much like energy into, but at least come at somebody. You know, if you don't want to sit there and talk about whatever, come at somebody with just a modicum of co compassion and and the idea that you may not understand what the hell they're talking about as far as like what they're going through, and just be and just try to take people at their word. Yeah, you know it's like hard. I know that like Ukrainian is a language, but that doesn't mean I understand it. No. Right? <laughs> we want to talk about things that are like randomly like, yeah, of course, you should be able to understand that chronic pain is a thing. You don't have to necessarily understand everything of it, but like know that it exists and acknowledge it. And don't and dismiss it. Thing. Exactly. Don't just, just simply because it doesn't affect you or your experience was different. So talking about experiences that are different, a friend of ours, a mutual friend, had a procedure done recently. They have been in a fair amount of pain. They have had to rely on pain medication. Mm -hmm. I, having a spinal surgery, have relied very little on any pain medication. And understandably this, so with but, your history. But here's the thing, though. It's not about better or worse. This person had had this procedure done i've had this procedure done before granted a different area of the body like a slightly different i knew what i was expecting mm -hmm. the pain is there it's terrible it's awful but i know what i'm dealing with people who are new to that type of pain it's different it is very different yeah. and to just to simply d dismiss it as oh well you know you had this whole thing happen to you and here i am whining about this like no don't do that and don't do that to yourself like it doesn't doesn't I had somebody talk to me similarly when I was complaining about a life just a life issue or whatever was going on and I'm like why am I complaining about this I have everything that I could ever want everything's great blah 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 and they're like okay fine but why would you dim like diminish that it doesn't make you feel any better about what you're going through like yeah you appreciate it what you have more but still pain is pain period mm -hmm. Very much so. And everyone's journey is different. And yes, absolutely. I've had people um, on two different sides of that. Some who have spoken with me specifically because they knew I lived with chronic pain and just wanted to be like, hey, I'm starting to live with pain too. And I want to be able to talk with someone about it who would understand. Mm -hmm. And other people being like, oh my goodness, like your pain is so much worse. And here I am <laughs> talking about mine. And like. And, you're, and it comes from a place of like, I want you to feel like I, I'm paying attention and making sure that I, you, I'm prioritizing you. Yeah. It's coming from a place of like, I guess, kindness, but it's not, it's not a good thing to do. It's an awkward, it's an awkward place to be in. Yes. Is what it is. It's a, um, well, my, uh, mine is greater than yours type of mentality or vice versa. Or vice versa. Or yeah. Lesser than yours. So it doesn't. It isn't allowed to have a space in this conversation, which I don't think is correct. And yeah, because the kitten is correct, both in saying that pain is a whole language. Very, very true. And 
pain is not a competition. No. And anyone who treats it as such is not... That's complicated. Yeah, that... But it's unhealthy. Very, yes. Unhealthy is probably the easiest way to to, yeah. to talk about this, but there there is so much self-belittling, other-belittling, um, making things lesser than what they actually are. And it just... It makes an unhealthy conversation about something very much that so. is tricky and also very individual, as we were mentioning earlier. Like, pain is incredibly unique to each and every single person. It, it is. It is. And we just need to have a healthier attitude towards dealing with it or and, and you know, addressing it, uh, either if it's ours or somebody else's. You know, nobody needs you. Like, I don't need you to know my whole life story. But if I'm telling you something is wrong with me, take me at my word and understand that, like, your advice isn't solicited. You know, just let me exist and I'll just understand that, you know, what I'm going through is um, isn't invalidated by your experience or your thoughts about something. Yeah. I and guess retros- is my point. Absolutely. And Retro says, there's a sort of cruelty people exhibit when they say things like, just take a Tylenol or more general, simple suggestions, small scale solutions like A, um, as if I haven't thought of that. And B, as if the little metaphorical band-aid they have suggested is an appropriate response to the metaphorical sucking chest wound that is the real problem. Um, where they don't personally live with chronic pain, they've had a lot of people say similar things for their lack of focus due to ADHD. And that one I feel this really because I am someone who also lives with ADHD. And I've had people, we'll just, we'll just get a daily planner and you'll be able to figure it out. Like, you'll be able to get to your appointments on time like do just do this small thing and your adhd problems will disappear people also deal with chronic pain in a very similar dismissive manner yeah yeah and it's 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 a trap a lot of folks fall into i'm sure i've done it numerous times in my life in different areas um but it's just something that we need to be more aware of i guess not just in this space but in every space because that that way of thinking of of not doing those things doesn't just apply here, but it's just kind of like an idea for life of, well, I mean it, it it's your channel. Do you want to say the uh, the the line? Don't be a don't be a dick. There you go. Pretty yes. simply. Yeah, I am a big fan of Will Wheaton, or as I like to say, Will Wheaton. Will oh, Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah, it's even all over my uh, about page on Twitch. First things first, in very big, bold letters, don't be a dick. There you go. Nice and simple. Simple works. Yep. I like simple. And and that falls into the trap sometimes as well, as like, oh, well, this person's just simply trying to help you. Or this person's just got <laughs> a simple solution for your very complicated thing. Oh, and Yeah. That gets incredibly complicated too. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. Very, very much so. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. This has been great. I've, yeah. I've both been a little apprehensive because I figured I was going to be like bawling my eyes out the entire time and like sniffling. <laughs> um, and also excited to be doing this podcast because I think this is important. I think this conversation is something that is overlooked, is under talked about and is glossed over. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think um, I, I think as we explore the different areas of it, um, of this topic, like I know we've talked about um, being a caregiver mm -hmm. to somebody with chronic pain. I've been a I've been in a caregiving situation, you know, with like anybody over time, you know, somebody gets sick in your house or has a little procedure or something that would take them down for like a day or two, but not like where it's a your lifestyle has to change. Yeah. Um, or what it is you do for this person does for you. It, it's a whole thing. So that's definitely something we're going to talk about. I know I want to probably touch a little bit more on the addiction thing eventually. Um, but yeah, what other topics have you um, thought of, if any, for future well, shows? Uh, the caregiving one is definitely one that I am looking forward to doing as well as someone who uh, my spouse has been my caregiver for years now. Same. Um, and, um, I was talking with them yesterday and one of the things I had said, now this is going to make me cry. One of the things I had said yesterday was that I feel like I'm a terrible wife because of my chronic pain, that I am not present enough, that I am not able to give enough because my pain takes up so much of my energy and that I am not good enough for them. Yeah. I've had similar conversations, but you, you're an amazing human being and the, and it, I'm just going to say it, it becomes part of your identity and it's hard not to own it. It's just, it it's just impossible. It is unhealthy to not own it. I think is what it is. It's incredibly unhealthy to not own up to it and not to embrace it because it is part of both for you and I, this is part of who we are now as much as we don't like it as much as say. we love to be like, Hey, you know what? <laughs> we pass to something else. This coat and like, get rid of it. And, are like, there different activities I can sign up for? Like, yeah, is there yeah, another yeah. elective? Cause this one sucks. Yeah. Yeah, would not recommend minus Zero out of a billion out of yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's a terrible thing. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but conversations like this, like, are such a stark contrast from, like, this morning when I, I, I walked around the house to just try to walk around because I, I have to get up as often as I can after my surgery. Yes. And moments where, you know, I look in a mirror and I'm just... I don't recognize the person that I am because of what I'm feeling physically. Like I just, I look at myself and I looked at myself this morning. I'm like, what the hell happened? And I'm in a good place with my recovery. I'm a week after this recent surgery and I'm, I'm far surpassing what I should be, but it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the fact that the situation I'm in is now going to 
change the direction of how my body is going to be for the rest of my life. Like, this wasn't a surgery to make things better. It was to stop things from getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between uh, preventative medicine and reparative medicine. Right. And, and this is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the preventative form, um, it getting worse as it's in its decline. Exactly. Exactly. So this will this will continue to be what it is. And I, I will improve over time, but the fact is the fact of the matter is I'm still I'm still where I'm at. So it you know, that look in the mirror of like God, what is happening is contrasted by moments like this where we get to share these these thoughts and feelings and people in chat can you know and 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 of course anybody listening um on the podcast can understand and be be a part of the discussion because hey look it's life and we all deal with any kind of any number of different things and pain well this is this is our story this is part of our story that we want to share yeah and it's anecdotal obviously of course um because we are not medical professionals either nope Nope, we're just here. We're friends dealing with a very similar issue, and we know there's a lot of other folks out there who who want to be able to listen to other people's stories and you know maybe get the chance to talk about some of theirs. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm really glad that someone suggested that we do this. Oh my god! <laughs> so am I, it was so like a random, random thought, and we did the audio version of looking at each other like. Oh my god, what a great idea. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah. One of the things I was talking with my spouse yesterday on our way back um, after having my nerve blocking injections and the new injections um, around my hip. And one of the things whenever I'm in a lot of pain, um, two things are very much more prevalent. A, I become snippy. And B, I become overly apologetic. Mm-hmm. So like I have a short, short fuse when I'm in a lot of pain because I just, I don't have the capacity to take on anything else. So even if like I drop something, I will swear like a sailor right? that has just lost their ship when I've just like dropped my cell phone on the ground. Uh, and then on the flip side, I'll also be incredibly apologetic to my spouse being like, I am so sorry. I am in this much pain and I'll apologize for my pain to my spouse. Of course, as you should. I mean, it's obviously your fault. Yeah, right. no, it's that's yeah, that's a hard that's a hard trap to, to fall into. And I, I, I do it all the damn time. Yeah, I'll look at my I'll, I'll look at my my wife like, you know, if I'm out there walking around and she'll be doing something in the kitchen. I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry you, you have to deal with this. I, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, like I just this, this moment of defeat and this look oh, from yeah. from her of like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like that's it. Like we often so so often put our own thoughts in other people's heads. Mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate. I have a spouse who is just as committed to me and everything we are as a, as a, you know a husband and wife. But still, I can't help but feel that guilt of like, oh, you have to deal with me over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've straight up asked my spouse if they still want to stay. Oh, we've had that conversation. That was years ago. But yes, we've absolutely had that conversation. Being mm-hmm. like, look, this is not going to go away. 
are you still in this for the long haul? And I will yeah. not blame you if you want to back out. And this isn't what you signed up for. Yeah, that's a hard. Oh, God damn it. That's a that's like a soul crushing thing to even just have said, like, I, I want to cry even yep. having like just th thrown it out yep. there in the universe. Jesus Christ. That sucks. It sucked. And my spouse is like, you were the person that I love with or without the pain. And you yeah. are the person I want to grow old with, with or without the pain. I am here for all of it. So we're stuck together. So get wrecked, nerd. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, Kissy Kitten says, I apologize to T so often because of not being able to do things. Um, his response is always, why would you apologize? It's not like you chose this. I, I apologize to my spouse because they have to do, they are the ones who has a full-time job who also has to do all of the like house maintenance, lawn maintenance. We have a garden. It's um, 15 feet by 40 feet. Mm. All the garden and maintenance along with like making sure the cars get to and from the garage, for example, um, where I go to pick them up and all of these things. Yeah. And the number of times I have apologized that I'm sorry that you have to do this. I'm sorry that you have to do all of this because I physically cannot do it. And they're like, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Right. Because that's how you would react in that moment. Like turn the tables. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything you would be, you would react the same. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, this is, this is what we do when you get married. Like you're in it, but the opposite side is like, well, I'm a garbage person. I'm I've ruined this person's life and I'm taking them down with me. So, yeah. You should probably go while you still can. Unfortunately, if you're fortunate enough to have somebody who does care about you. That's not how that works and you're just, you know, you're going to have to deal with being cared about and loved. Yeah. Um, as a side note, someone, uh, Mon Scott has asked, what is the podcast called? Now, we've been, <laughs> we've been debating on this. Uh, one of the ones that we've come up with is Pain Pals. Um, it, it's, it, a it's a work in progress. In, it, it's a work in progress. Um, for the, specifically the title for the Twitch is Adults Living with Chronic Pain Podcast with L&D and Sid Coletti. And topic being dealing with bullies and ableists. Yep. Yep. And that will be the title on the actual podcast itself. So mm -hmm. um, just for the for the episode title, rather. Yep. 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 But uh, yeah, I think I think this has been not only necessary, but really, really good and therapeutic. Yeah. No, it was great. Cathartic even. Well, I love a good catharsis, especially if I can share it with uh, with a bunch of people in chat. It's 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 nice. Um, but yeah, I think we did it. I know there were some moments in the beginning where we were a little rocky, but hey, that's how we don't plan things, guys. This is just <laughs> planning is for people who planning shmanning plan ahead of time. Exactly. People who live with chronic pain don't always necessarily have the spoons to be able to plan ahead of time either. Oh, hey, you just threw that out there. Do you <laughs> want to take a minute and explain spoon theory? Is that something that you'd rather talk about when we have like an opening to a longer conversation? Because oh, it, really it's it's question. new to me. Yeah. That's a good question. Because, yeah, um, 
Mm-hmm. I know, like, last night I was doing, like, furious, like, oh, my God, I need to do all of this update. Mm-hmm. Being like, okay, I need to make sure that I, I contact my moderators, being like, okay, this is going to be happening tomorrow. This is going to be the topic that we're talking about. Um, we're changing the format specifically for from my normal Twitch stream, and we're not doing some of the things that we usually would do as a result, and just making sure that everyone was on the same page. And, like, that took a lot of energy. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, uh, Quartz Blue says, I know the spoons theory is a very good topic. That could be one that we could we could talk about as well. Okay. That's one that I talk about fairly often in stream, and I even have um, a command for it to, to bring it over to uh, Christine's uh, article, but you don't look sick. <laughs> I know you sent that to me, and I've read the article title before. I, I just every time I see it, I just love it. But you don't look sick. Yeah. Just hear that. And that's one of the voice. things about living with an invisible disability, and that's the same for for you and myself having a spinal injury. It's invisible most of the time, unless of course you're walking around with, like myself, once in a while. I need to walk around with a cane. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and then it's uh, very very apparent. Spines are rude. That's yeah. that is saying the least. Spines are incredibly rude. Yeah. They're, yeah. Humans are awkwardly built. We are. We are. We're not built to last as long as we do anymore. But you know, what can you do? No. And uh, there's also this like we're constantly sitting, which is incredibly yeah. unhealthy it is it it absolutely is and that i i attribute some of the deterioration to exactly that there's yeah, a lot of other factors mm-hmm. and there's also this like idea we'll just walk it off um i i've had conversation and and like heated conversations with my spouse before being like let's just go out for a walk Mm-hmm. And when we do, especially if we do, do walks outside, sometimes the sidewalk won't be completely steady. And I can't necessarily lift my foot enough and I'll right. catch myself on a crack or on like mm. a lifted area of of the sidewalk, nearly trip, catch myself, have my back spasm, and then be stuck outside without my cane far from my home and having to literally drag my feet as I walk home the entire time being angry at myself being angry at my spouse for suggesting that we should go out for a walk being angry that I am in pain being angry that this is my existence and there's nothing I can do about it yeah yeah and the anger is very real very much so and then being angry at myself for being angry at myself and being angry at myself for being angry at my spouse and then being angry at myself for being angry in my situation. And it just becomes this awful, toxic gyre. Which in your mind is righteous. Right? And like just all of these like, oh, well, you should just be able to walk this off. Oh, you should just be able to do this mm-hmm. because you're young. Oh, you should be. Or you should have... 
And all of this information that I've been fed for years and years from people who are looking from an ableist perspective, who were just bullying me because they don't understand what chronic pain is like, and I've internalized it, and then using that against myself. To create a dialogue that is, I mean, for me, it is a, it's a constant task to be aware of those things uh and i'm not great at it I, I i often will have you know trouble i mean we you have talked to me about it other friends my wife um it's it just becomes so so part of that internal monologue of you're just terrible you're terrible and so on and yeah. so forth yeah or you have done something so wrong and you deserve you it. deserve that it's right you, you are truly garbage horrific person you deserve this Mm-hmm. You don't exactly. complain. You're not allowed to complain. You get to live with this and you get to shut the fuck up because you are not worthy. And that's again outside other people's voices coming in. Yep. You said it perfectly. You really did. 100 percent I deserve this. Because and... sometimes you need an <laughs> F bomb. Sometimes you do. And with chronic pain, it's probably more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. So you um, think I we did also, it? Oh, I go think ahead. We did it. I, I think we did it. Yeah, I've I finally found something for me for walking. I've got um, I I walk inside now, and mm -hmm. I've got a good pattern that I can do. And I find that if my spine's been really, really, really upset, yeah, I have to start off with being like, okay, step, step, mm -hmm. step, 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 and I can slowly feel myself being able to work on it and be able to like bring myself that space that I need yes to move forward and I think that's it I think that's yeah. uh, the moving forward is a good place to stop for here what do you think yeah yeah I think we um I think we got out there what we wanted to get out there we mm -hmm. we yeah, we covered all our, our, our little topics, and then we will be again doing this. To, gosh, what would the what would the next date be? Uh, we were Sunday, talking about Sundays. Sunday, right? well, Sunday, yes, Sunday, Sunday the third <laughs> would be the next uh, episode. July third. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's a post after me uh, being a human juice box or donating blood. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> they use a sippy straw, like crazy straw, or yes, it's an old boring, it's <laughs> an old boring, uh, uh, like a uh, needle. Oh yeah, no, it's interesting actually for for donating blood, the um, the width of the needle, so like how wide it is going in, has actually gone down ever so slightly since I started donating when I was just able to versus now, and I found that an interesting thing. Um, but yeah, I think the third may be a good spot for us. Okay. We can put a tentative on that. And I think um, we may need to do a little bit more uh, offline ta uh, talking about uh, which subject specifically we'll cover. Because there's a few that we've talked on today. Yes. That are yeah, like it was... all amazing topics that we can talk about. Individually, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And everyone who's been here in the chat... 
thank you. Thank you for being here. I know a lot of you said some messages where I read them. I wasn't necessarily able to, to read them out loud. I read them, though, and I hear you. And thank you. Your time is so incredibly precious, and I appreciate that you've taken your time to be here today. And thank oh, that, you. Mm -hmm. That could be another good one. Time and chronic pain. <laughs> okay. In the sense of, like, you having to adjust your world time be based around that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Day-to-day -day life. Oh, there we go. Day-to-day yeah. -day yeah. living. Yeah. Love it. Love okay. it, too. Friend, thank you for hosting a, a really awesome thing. And uh, everybody, thank you for being here. Yeah, I really appreciate you. Um, appreciate you. I'm going to do my usual thing at the end of the stream uh, and uh, sharing all this love out to someone else. I know exactly who I'm going to be sharing this over to. Perfect. Let's say goodbye to the podcast audience. Bye, everybody. And see you next time. Bye, everyone. Uh... So thank you for being here.